welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 218, Scouting and Cyber Scouting, Public Land, and for that matter, really, any land. And I am your host and the guy who almost overdosed on college football over the holidays. I mean almost overdosed on it. We have one more college football game, real college football game coming up. And for me and some of you guys and gals listening to this show, it's the game that matters. So by the time I release next week's show, we will know if the Champions in college football are the Clemson Tigers or the Crimson Tide of Alabama. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know that, well, there's certain, I guess, landmarks on the calendar that signal we're getting close to turkey season. One of those landmarks is the day that I look forward to after June the 22nd every year. And of course, as we know, when June 22nd rolls around, that is the beginning of the shortening of the daylight period during the day. So we've hit that date that I look forward to, and that date is December 22nd, which is the day of the year when we have the shortest amount of daylight period. So that means to me, the days are getting longer. And as the days are going to get longer, the turkeys are going to think about love a little bit more. And I know that we all love turkeys who are in love. The other milestones that we've passed on the calendar is that Santa has come and gone. All the Christmas decorations have been put up. New Year's has come and gone. And there's no excuse to mess around any longer. The holidays are over. It is time to get back in the routine, to get serious, and get busy. Because we are 72 days, 12 hours, 4 minutes, and 48 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. We are just under two and a half months away. Last week I talked about my 2019 turkey hunting goals, and I hope that most of you guys have taken the time by now to get your 2019 turkey hunting goals together. I've heard from a few of you already, but I still want to hear from more of you guys. And that is just a little teaser for one of my favors of the week. So I'll talk to you about that a little bit more towards the end of the show. 
But first, we're going to have a little bit of turkey mulligan stew where I'm going to pick a couple of random topics and talk about those. And we're going to get knee deep in it right now. So first up is a topic suggestion from Matt Wood. Actually, both of these topic suggestions today are from Matt and they're related. Matt suggested a show on cyber scouting on large pieces of public land and where to start scouting on large pieces of public land. These two topics go very well together. You guys may remember that I did an episode on scouting for turkeys using Google Earth about two or three years ago, and a great deal of info in that episode is still accurate and useful, so you can refer to that episode for a good listen if you haven't heard it or want a refresher. That episode is episode number 55 using Google Earth to become a better turkey hunter. This episode, however, is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to talk a bit about using OnX as well as using boot leather and gathering intel. And I'm going to talk about those topics in the context of my actual hunts from this past spring in Minnesota and Georgia, both of which were on public land that I'd never stepped foot on before my hunts there. So let's talk about Georgia first, because my Georgia hunt likely fits the bill to a T of what Matt is talking about. So I hunted the Chattahoochee National Forest in North Georgia, which is only about 867,000 acres of nearly contiguous forest land, which all very much looks the same. Pine and hardwoods mixed, very hilly with 1,000 to 2,000 foot elevation changes, and a stream or creek running through almost every single valley in the area. So where do we start scouting a piece of land that is so large where everything looks the same? Personally, I started with phone calls and asking questions. I called one of the park rangers and told him what I was doing and asked him if he turkey hunted and if he would point me in the general vicinity of some turkeys. So he told me that he no longer turkey hunts, that he has dogs that he likes to train now, and that he spends most of his spare time training dogs, and that he hasn't turkey hunted in about four or five years. Now, that tells me two things. Number one, he knows what he's talking about, when it comes to turkeys because he is turkey hunted. And number two, I'm not any competition for him. So he's more likely to open up and share information with me. He very graciously did open up and gave me about three to five areas where he consistently still today sees turkeys. The problem with all the spots that he told me to go is that they were about an hour drive from where I was staying. But I still took great notes of our conversation and where he told me to find turkeys because, as of that point in time, that was the only place that I knew to go. I'm gathering intel. Some of that intel is going to be usable. Some of that intel is not going to be usable. We should gather that intel today and decide tomorrow and while we're hunting if that intel is usable or not. I was scouting by phone. So any information he could share with me was good information for me. He did tell me in our phone call conversation that he knew very little about the area where I was going to be hunting and where to find turkeys there. But 
he still shared his information with me, and that was huge. I probably should have pressed the issue with him to ask him for another ranger's contact information in that area where I was staying, but I didn't. I was going to work with the information that I had at that point in time. Now, I had spots to hunt, even though they were further away than I wanted to drive. Next, I just needed to know more about those North Georgia mountain turkeys. What kind of calls do they like? Where do they like to roost? Where do they like to fly down? What typically are they doing right after fly down? Mid-morning, midday, mid-afternoon, late afternoon, etc., etc., etc. Now, at this point, this is where I used some of my connections, and I got some intel that helped me immensely. I contacted my buddy J.R. Holly with Dixie Fowl Company, who you guys probably remember from a few episodes last year where we did our giveaway of some Dixie Fowl Company gear. But J.R. lives and hunts in the North Georgia mountains, and I picked his brain about hunting those turkeys. J.R. doesn't hunt the same turkeys specifically that I was going to hunt because he typically hunts much closer to his home, which is a bit east of where I was headed. But he has hunted those mountain turkeys long enough to know what they like and don't like and what they do and they don't do. After several conversations with JR, I felt comfortable marking a few spots on a map closer to where I was going to be staying on that trip. After all, this forest has everything that wild turkeys need to survive. Trees, food, and water. So I knew there had to be turkeys closer to the cabin that I'd rented than a one-hour drive away, like the spots that I got earlier from the park ranger. Did I know for a fact that there were turkeys in those specific spots that I picked? No. Did I know for a fact that there were turkeys in those specific spots that the park ranger told me about? No. So how do we find out for sure if there are birds in those spots? Well, there's a one-word answer for that. Presence. No, not the kind that go underneath the tree. The kind of presence from just being present. We have to put our boots on the ground. There is only one other way to do that without putting our boots in the ground, and that's to have a hunting buddy do it for us or a guide. If we're going out of state and don't have the time to keep boots on the ground, scouting for ourselves on those trips. Now, before I talk about being present and getting boots on the ground, I need to talk about two more things related to those phone calls that I made and my cyber scouting. First, how did I pick those spots I marked on the map by talking to JR and looking at satellite imagery online? Well, first thing I did was I had to make sure that the spots that I was looking at were actually in the National Forest or on the state WMA in that area. And that is where the OnX app came in very handy. As most of you know, the OnX app actually shows the property line boundaries and the names of the property owners as well. So making sure that I was studying and scouting public land was step one. This is something you can't do with Google Earth alone. You have to use Google Earth and the GIS maps or tax records for the county that you're planning on hunting. So it's a much more difficult approach without having OnX or HuntStand or any of the other apps that provide that service 
of having the property line boundaries be an overlay on the satellite imagery and on the topo maps that they have available for us to use. Now OnX makes it a snap and by using the app on a computer or a tablet instead of on a smartphone, we can cover much more ground and get a much wider scope of the habitat in that area than we can get by using a smartphone. After determining that I was looking at public ground, I started looking at ridge tops in this area. More specifically, I started looking at long running ridge tops using the topo map layer in Onyx. I was told by my resource, JR, that the turkeys on the national forest will gobble. Now that's quite different than a lot of the public land turkeys in Alabama. But I was told that these turkeys would gobble during the day and I knew I could hear further if I was on a ridge top than I was in a valley or a hollow. I also knew, thanks to JR and my own experience, that turkeys like to come up to the tops of the ridges at some point during the day. So hunting ridge tops was the key and I needed to find those ridge tops where I could walk and hunt a couple of miles without having to navigate 1,000 to 2,000 foot elevation changes throughout the course of the day or my hikes. Most turkeys and wildlife don't even want to walk those types of elevation changes and that's why saddles make great pinch points. It's not as much about these wild animals being lazy like us as it is about energy expenditure and survival. Most of these animals don't know where their next meal is coming from, so they know they have to conserve as much energy as they can. Okay, so it makes perfectly good sense to hunt the ridge tops because that is where the turkeys will be at some point during the day, and I can hunt them easier and faster. And covering ground is key to pinpointing the location of those turkeys. The topo map feature on Onyx was extremely helpful in locating those long-running ridge tops, and it was helpful in locating the trails and trailheads that I needed to walk to get on those ridge tops. That is something that you can't find on Google Earth by itself either. All right, the second thing that I need to cover before we start talking about boots on the ground is how did I know who to call and to talk to for the intel about the mountain turkeys that was so helpful to my hunt success. So for me, I contacted someone that I knew had experience hunting very similar turkeys in terrain only about 60 miles away from where I was going to be hunting. But if you're going halfway across the country and you don't know someone who hunts that piece of public land already, then how do we find that person that can help us? Well, there's a couple of ways that are pretty easy to do that. First is we can get on the turkey hunting forum oldgobbler.com and search for info or threads on that particular piece of public land. Or create a new topic or thread where we share a little bit of our story and what we need help with. Now we can also get on Facebook and search for group pages for people who may hunt those areas that we want to go. So get on Facebook and search XYZ area turkey hunters. You might be quite surprised about the results that show up. If you don't find a Facebook group for the 
particular area that you want to hunt, then find a Facebook group for that state where you're going hunting. And then join that page and share your story with those people on that page. What do I mean by share your story with the people on those pages? Well, my story sounds like this. I live in Alabama and I am planning a hunt to blank state, blank piece of public land, or blank area in this state. My goal is to kill a turkey in every single state that has turkeys. Right now, I am 21 states away from completing my goal. I'm not asking for someone to help me and point me to a specific tree to go sit on, but I would like some information on just some good general areas to go to where I can hunt within that public land or within that area that I'm going to be in. And I only need one turkey. After I get my turkey, I'm done. I'm not coming back. I'm moving on. I have other states I have to go and try to kill turkeys in. Any help or input or intel would be very much appreciated to get me pointed in the right direction. Again, I'm not looking for a specific tree to hunt on, but I'm looking for information about these turkeys, where to find them, what they like, what they don't like, what they're doing midday, mid-morning, early morning, all throughout the day. If you can provide me some information, I'd be very appreciative. Please send me a direct message or a private message, and I'll get back to you just as quick as I can. Now, I've said this before, and I mean it. But I am convinced that turkey hunters are the biggest group of liars in the outdoor world. But they can also be the most helpful and kind as well. Hey, that's all that I've got for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode. If you want to hear the rest of this week's episode, then you're going to need to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. In order to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter podcast, all you need to do is text the word Turkey Hunter. Make it one word. Text that to the number 44222. Once you do that, you'll get a text message back from me, and all you need to do is follow instructions, and eventually I'm going to send you a link that you will click to set up a username and password on the Podbean app and pay the $18 per year annual subscription. Becoming a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter podcast will not only get you the rest of this week's episode, but it will get you the premium content for all of our past episodes and the premium content for the next 52 weeks as well. All that for 18 bucks. Now, I hope that Matt and the rest of you guys found the information in today's show to be helpful. We should use a technology that we have available to us to explore some new areas from the comfort of home and to find some new areas to hunt. Then, of course, we need to make those contacts in those areas to just talk turkey and see if we can glean any new information that may help us find and kill more turkeys. And then, after that, we need to take our maps and our notes with us, preferably electronically if that's possible, and get there and start walking and looking and listening for turkeys. All the electronic scouting in the world is great, but unless we're going to start electronically hunting and electronically killing turkeys, then we have to get our boots on the ground. Lastly, A, B, S. Always be scouting. If the areas that we first chose or were told to go to do not pan out, 
then we need to find new areas. And one other thing, if we're scouting public or private land at home in our home state, then we should have numerous turkeys located before our season even begins so that we have a plan D, a plan R, a plan W, X, Y, and Z. Turkey season is quickly approaching for a lot of us, and I hope that we all learned something from my 2018 spring turkey season in Alabama. Scout, scout, scout. Scout from home. Scout in the woods. And then when we're tired of scouting, then we should go back home and scout some more from our computer. I actually wanted to sing that to you, a la Motley Crue, but I'm going to save you guys from that today. And I'm going to ask, if you don't mind, would you do me two favors this week? The first favor If you would email me and let me know if you have a different approach to scouting and cyber scouting, by no means is my way the only way. I'd love to hear your strategy on those two things. I love learning new things, and I'm sure I can pick up a thing or two from you guys. Now, favorite number two, I actually mentioned in the beginning of the show. Email me your turkey hunting goals and show topic suggestions and guest suggestions. I have always said that this is your show. And I want to know what you want to hear more of while listening. So that's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.